Welcome, welcome to another episode of Gas Network Present Sports for the Culture. I'm here with the family. Price, XXV, Double I, Rome, C Melo, Cross Lion, T Buggy Man. This is the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. Hope you're ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. And welcome to another episode of Gaz. And today we're on our LeBron James episodes, two, three. But for our old school folks, we're on our Jordan episode. <laughs> but before we start the show, people, I do want to let this be known. Register to vote. If you still have time, you could either visit your motor vehicle department to register to vote or go to your, to your state's website to see where you need to register to vote. We're coming to a big election year in a matter in a couple of months from now. Well, a month a month and a couple of weeks removed from from a big date in November second. So please do your civil service, your duty, and and uh, be a big part of your community by going out to vote. And by saying that, let's start our show, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy Dimelo Ragu, and my top left at Bryce XXV Double I. Feels good to be back, baby. Feels good to be back. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Mr. Stephen A. And my boy, Rome, <laughs> introduce yourself. <laughs> hey, man, it's your boy, Rome. Young Rome 22 on all the socials, as always. To piggyback off G, man, definitely get out there, register to vote. And if you're in my state, Virginia, early voting has already started. So uh, do like me and find some time and, and get out there and, and, and make it happen, man. And my bottom right. My hey, bottom man. left, sorry. I got it. Hey, it's your boy T Boogie, man. Hey, yeah, y'all heard it. Get out there and vote, man. Remember, a vote for Trump is a vote for Russia. We're not Russians, all right? But uh, let, let's, let's rush into this show, though. Let's go. I'm ready. All right. Well, week two just happened to play off in the NFL weekend. And if you guys listened to me before the NRS show last week and I called it, I said Raiders for the biggest upset of the week. I hope you guys put some money on that. Because I'll be happy to hear uh, your takes on how much moolah you made by listening to your boy. But let's talk about this week's biggest blooper. We're talking about the Falcons and how they just gave up the freaking game to Dallas of all teams. Boogie, Mr. T. Boogie, let me know how your feelings about how the Falcons just get, did the biggest blunder at the start of the season so far. I mean, honestly, the, the biggest surprise was how much they, they got up to me. You know, I, I didn't think they should have been that. You know what I'm saying? They, they shouldn't have got that up on the Cowboys. The Cowboys came out later, egg, and they recovered. Um, the fact that they recovered was not a surprise to me. We all talked about before the season started, we all talked about how adding CeeDee Lamb to that roster just gave them unlimited firepower and potentially having one of the most explosive offense. You know, we even said they might have been better than Patrick Mahomes and the boys. So for them to come back, I, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, and then that onside kick, you call it luck, you call it fate. But, you know, for the baseball fans, that thing looked like a bunt down the first, man. That thing just rolled and rolled and rolled. Uh, thing of beauty, man. It was a thing of beauty. Bro, how you feel about the uh, the comeback from the, the Dallas Cowboys? Man, I'm sick, man. I'm sick. I don't want to see no Dallas Cowboy comeback, man. First of all, does Atlanta even know the rules to an onside kick? Like, what do you, what do you, they, I, I thought no fans was at the game because I saw a bunch yeah, of fans in Atlanta jerseys just right there on the field, just looking at the ball. 
jump on the ball, man. Like, get it. Get the ball. Like, ah, don't even get me started on this, man. I've already, I've already relaxed myself from this ridiculous cowboy crap. All these cowboy <laughs> fans going, oh, we, we got it now. We're going to the Super Bowl. Mind you, y'all were down in this game to begin with. I don't even know how Dan Quinn has a job in the first place after he already blew the Super Bowl. Now he's out here blowing regular season games. Uh, go, go to Bryce, man. Go to Bryce. <laughs> hey, Bryce. Help your boy. Help your fellow – excuse me, your fellow Washington football team lover. Help him out. Yeah, man. That, that game was ridiculous. I think anybody that was watching it knew. You just knew the Falcons was going to blow that, man. I mean, we've seen it before, obviously, in the Super Bowl, but you just knew it was coming. It just seemed like every minute that went by, the Falcons were just losing control. The Cowboys was gaining momentum. But, fellas, come on, man. Since when can you kick without the tee, bro? Like, they took the ball off the tee. Was that, has that always been legal? Is this new? Yeah. I feel like I've watched a million football games. I ain't never seen nobody kick it without the tee. That was ridiculous, man. 2020. 2020 is a crazy year. <laughs> kicking without the tee now, man. We kicking without the tee, man. It's ridiculous at this point, right? But with saying that, it's I'm still fabricasting on how seven players from the Falcons team. I don't even want to name none of them because some of them are like one of them at least is an elite player, and none of them had the courtesy to jump on the ball. Instead of that, they just give it to Dallas for the. Oh my God, man! You got to you got to think about it, right? On them onside kick teams, you know, it's probably four or five guys out there just to block for the guys, the real guys with the hands. And I think that's kind of what happened. Guys were looking around, waiting for the guys that you know want the ball. Or the, you know, you want the ball to go to them at least. Waiting for those guys to act with. Anybody could have just laid on the ball, man. Just, just fell on it. Game over. But you got to coach scenarios, man. It was a coaching issue. Like you said, Dan Quinn, how do you still have a job? Beats me. But uh, came down to coaching and execution, man. I, I put that on the coaches. Yeah, I definitely put that on the coaches, man. Another thing I'm going to put on the coaches is Julio Jones, man. Where was he in this game? Two catches, 20-some yards, only four targets. Like, he's supposed to be one of the best receivers in the game, man. Atlanta, it's going to be a long year. I, I, I had higher hopes for Atlanta, man. This was, this was disappointing. I mean, in the fact, I mean, they put up 39, so it's like they've got firepower, man. It's just situational football is something Atlanta's never been good with. And once again, they let they let their city down, man, because that's situational football. They just can't figure it out. I mean, when they traded all those draft picks for Julio, they've just never been able to fill the defense after that. Like, they've never been able to acquire the pieces on the defense and to stop anybody. I mean, they made a run, but so for them guys. But at this point, I can't really blame – I blame the coaching. We're going to talk about defense because isn't Quinn uh, a defensive genius? Isn't it, that the reason why he was bought in? Not for his offensive thinking. Clearly, he he doesn't have that together. But he should at least have this defense under control. And it's just piss poor managing on the coaching staff. At least like tell your players, hey, they're gonna go for an onside kick, jump on the ball. Clearly, we get the ball back, whether it's before the ten yard or after. It does not matter. We get the ball back. Hold on, grab the ball. Front row seats, man. Makes no sense. Literally, front row seats. They're like, yo, grab the ball. But let's keep him pushing, guys. With this showdown that we just finished watching on our last game of the night on Sunday night, we got to see Cam show us Cam with Mr. MVP Cam versus Russell Wilson on a crazy, crazy ending. 
How do you guys feel about the showdown that we got to see? Who you have having a better season between those two gentlemen? Bryce? Oh, man, I think I think you got to go with Russ, man, if you're saying who's going to have a better season. Uh, but Cam is showing everybody why he should have never been slept on to begin with. Uh, you love to see it, man. Not only is he rushing the ball like he always has been, but it seems like he's gotten even better in the passing game. And uh, Cam Newton with Belichick is clearly something to be reckoned with. I, I, they could go on a serious run. They go on a serious run. I'm not doubting. A, I'm not even doubting a Super Bowl run because that's what Belichick does. You add Cam Newton to the scenario, he's already been the one. I mean, that could be exactly what he needs to get over the hump. Uh, if we're talking about individual stats and accolades, though, I think that uh, Russell Wilson is on an MVP track early this season, and uh, he he very well may be the MVP of this league this year. Okay. Keith? Yeah, I kind of second Bryce. With, I mean, you got to go Russ, right? Long term, this season you got to go Russ. What he's doing out there, man. I mean, he's been doing it for years now, just throwing 40, 50 yards downfield, dropping it in the bucket. I mean, it's, it's pretty stuff to watch. But, I mean – Cam is amazing to watch himself. I don't know if he'll hold up. It's evident that he's healthy right now. He's throwing the ball, like Bryce said, better than you've ever seen. Um, he's out there with no talent. That's the biggest thing. If you if he had maybe a DK, um, a couple tight ends, like maybe he would have the season that Russ is going to have. But he's he's kind of out there playing little league football, man. It's just it's just him and some guys, and he's making it work. And honestly, he's, he's running the ball fifteen t- times a game. I don't know if he'll hold up, but it's, it's beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see. And I picked Cam. You know what I'm saying? I have Cam in my fantasy league. I told you guys Cam was going to the Patriots. I thought this was a beautiful fit. It's proven to be a beautiful fit. Josh McDaniels is getting the best out of Cam. So, I mean, it's going to be fun to watch both of these guys, but Russ is just making magic right now. All right. So, if you, guys, if you guys remember a few weeks back when we gave our NFL predictions – my Super Bowl prediction was indeed the Seattle Seahawks and the New England Patriots, and I think we just got to witness it. I had the outcome in the Super Bowl coming out a little bit different. But, uh, Bryce, man, you already touched on it. Russell Wilson will probably have the better season to answer G's question. Uh, but I think Cam Newton and Bill Belichick are Super Bowl bound, and I think they're going to they're gonna end up getting that Super Bowl ring by the end of the season. And I've been saying that since Cam signed in New England. Uh, as far as Russell Wilson, man, and his greatness, He's, he's incredible. He's the best quarterback in the league right now, hands down. Uh, Bryce, or not Bryce, Scruff just dropped a top 10 quarterback list. Y'all should head over to Gas Sports and check that out. Uh, he does not have Russ as number one. I will dispute that all day. Russell Wilson is the best quarterback going right now, man. If you watched the game last night, the throws he was making were perfect. You can't make a better pass than that. And he can do it with his legs. And he's got smart decision-making. I mean, come on. Russell Wilson is the total package if we're being serious. And I'm a Cam Newton guy. I, I like Cam Newton better. If we were making a, picking a franchise right now, picking one game right now, I would take Cam Newton over Russell Wilson. But truth be told, Russell Wilson is the best thing going right now. I mean, the New England Patriots all of last season had, what, four or five touchdowns scored on them. Russ went for five last night. His only interception was a tip ball by Greg Olson. I mean, Greg Olson's favorite player was on the other team, Cam Newton. They were hugging before the game. So far, I know he did that on purpose, man. Come on now. <laughs> Russell Russell Wilson went off last night. Cam went off too, and, and T, you touched on it. Maybe if Cam has some more weapons, the outcome would have been different. I think by, by, the, uh, by the end of the season, by the Super Bowl, when they meet again, Bill Belichick will have it all figured out, 
and Cam will will play little league football all the way to a Super Bowl ring. Mm. Wow. Wow. I, I mean, I can't see a Super Bowl run. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I mean, they Who's like you stopping them in the AFC. Who's stopping them in the they AFC? They don't have a ton of firepower, though. And I think that's the I mean, that's the thing that can come down to. It's all Cam right now. If Jared Stidham has to come in for a couple games, they're done. And if Cam was just to miss a few games, who knows what's going to happen out I mean, there. if Edelman misses a few games, did you see him? We This is the first time I've seen Edelman run routes past 15 yards, man. He looked like he never ran those routes before. Couldn't, like couldn't do it for Brady. <laughs> couldn't do it for Brady, but Cam's bringing it out of him. And, and Bryce, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned uh, my man Jared Stidham because uh, – it, what, what's this this thing with Cam getting hurt again all of a sudden, man? Everybody just assumes he's not going to be able to do it. This man is 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 built to do it. He's had about two seasons off, man. Like I I think Cam is going to be is going to be fine. And one more thing is shame on everybody who even said that Jared Stidham was going to be the starter in the first place. A lot of people were saying Cam wasn't even going to be the starter. Shame on y'all. Cam is looking like an MVP. Jared Stidham is an afterthought. No, that's a fact. That's a fact, bro. I, I guess I just worry about it's going to be a battle of attrition, man. Who's going to last, you know? And uh, I think we saw with, with with this with this past week, man. These injuries are coming fast and quick, man. I I don't I don't hope for anyone to get hurt. But if it was to happen, if Cam were to sit just a couple games, I mean, do you really trust Jared Stidham to get the job done? I don't. There's a lot of factors surrounding this season, and I think that's something you got to consider. That's fair, guys, but all you got to do is get in. All you got to do is get in, and then once Cam's in them playoffs. When we talking about position, but right now Cam is healthy. Right now Cam is doing his thing. Cam had barely had any weapons when he went to the Super Bowl versus the Denver. Look, <laughs> that was all him. It was basically Cam just running the ball and, like, telling the defense, come and stop me. Like, he didn't have – who's was his top runner? But matter of fact, can anybody name Cam's number one receiver during that season? Besides his tight end, when he went to the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Um, Facts. Wasn't Good. it the uh, the fast guy? Ted Ginn. Uh, Ted Ginn. Yeah, Ted Ginn. Ginn. Steve Smith. Camp, camp, yeah, not that year. Not yeah, that Steve year. Smith. I don't think he was on his squad that year. I think that was the year he, after the year they uh they let him go. Can't look, man. Cam's already gone to the Super Bowl with the four of us and a Steve, and a bag of yes. chips, bro. Come on. Cam Cam can do it. Cam can make this happen. Exactly. I mean, we just saw he gets to see Edelman Miami twice. To a musket, man. He, he he's old. He, I, I I don't see it, man. Unless unless uh, Harry or Bird, one of those young guys, can take the leap, it's gonna be hard to win with just Edelman. I, I hey, think. so let let me or, pose or this question. Then. They need the running backs to wake up. We all we all agree that Cam doesn't I mean, have. He still needs to come back. We agree Cam doesn't have the weapons that, that Russ has, right? But Cam is still putting on. So who would y'all take right now? If, if you had to pick, would you take Russ or would you take Cam? Oh, Russ, hands down. I'll take Cam. Russell Wilson, Let's not forget, T, Cam scored T, I, three, three touchdowns <laughs> on the goal line. And they, they only stopped him on the last time because that was so predictable. It was like, yo, you were five out of one time. You're going to have to stop him at least one time, right? Bro, how do you stop? How do you stop Russell Wilson right now? I mean, well, I think you stop Russell Wilson game, by the same way you stop most good quarterbacks. You got to hit him. He's just so hard to hit. There's no game <laughs> plan to stop Russell Wilson, man. You I mean, not, 
the game plan to stop Russell Wilson is very, very limited, man. The problem is, I mean, if you send the house, you can just throw the ball up and DK's going to find a way to grab it, man. I mean, DK caught a bomb on Gilmore, defensive player of the year. Like, made him look like a baby, just your, your little guy. But yeah, that's a good point. 2020 vision, man. Shut down the wide receivers definitely will work if you're playing uh, Russell Wilson. But Russell Wilson's another guy that was doing it with what was the dude's name? He had a he had a Moore at one point. He had a random uh, name that last name, man. Uh, he, he, he was throwing a Disley last year. I mean, he can he can just throw guys open, man. What's I mean, the dude? He got, paid, he got Paul Richardson paid in DC. Who's the guy that went to the Jets? Russell Wilson got him paid, man. So I don't know, bro. R- R- Russell Wilson might be the top guy right now. I don't know if he's letting go of that spot. I know a lot of people like Pat Mahomes, but uh, I think the real conversation is: Do you want Pat Mahomes or Russell Wilson? I agree, I man. I would take I would take Russ over Pat. Cam for sure. But T, I don't know if you answered on that one. I didn't. I gotta know, man. I gotta know. <laughs> A 49ers uh, fan, I know I know you hate Russ. I know you hate Russ over here trying to tell us how to stop him like the 49ers have. That hasn't happened yet. So I don't know how you know, but go ahead. Uh gun to my head, I'm 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 taking Russ. <laughs> uh, um, you just can't deny the talent there. I mean, he's been a dog since college. I mean, both colleges. And he's been a dog <laughs> since he's been in Seattle. Like I gun to my head, I'm taking Russ. I like Bryce's question too, though Pat or Russ, because I'm still rocking Russ. I think I'm still He's rocking Pat. Russ too, but it gets it gets a little tougher right there because Pat Mahomes. I think, I, I think that's a pick. You can't you can't lose there. I mean, yeah. Pat Mahomes he he doesn't lose. I, I saw a crazy stat like he's six and zero and down ten or something. Like the guy, the guy's amazing. But he has he's he, that's another guy that has a ton of weapons. Him and Dak, they have a ton of weapons. Those okay, are big facts, man. Let's, let's still keep it in the NFC West with these injuries that we've seen. Unfortunately, some of the biggest, hardest hit injuries came upon to the 49ers with someone like Nick Bosa, Torrey ACL. Pray that the man gets healthy and better for next season. T, how do you feel about this? Do you still see a team being a, a double-digit winning team this year with all the injuries you guys accumulated this last Sunday? I mean, before the injuries, I thought it was – 12 to 13 win team. I think right now we're looking at nine to 10 wins. Um, it's just hard. You, you can't replace a guy like Bosa. I mean, you just can't. Uh, D Ford, the opposite side, another edge rusher. He's out. I mean, the whole team's hurt. Garoppolo's hurt. He might play, but Monster's hurt. Uh, Kittle's hurt. I mean, you name a guy on that team in a starting position and you're going to find an injury. Debo's hurt. Uh, but uh, it's a nine to 10 wins. If we, if we only win six games, I'll understand because you got to play Kyler Murray twice. You got to play Russ twice. And you got to play the Rams twice. And the Rams aren't that good, but, you know, division games can be tough. So, I don't know, man. It's looking like 49ers, it could go either way. We just need Jimmy G to play to that contract. Okay. Bryce, how do you feel? How do you see the 49ers fortunes the first of the season? Yeah, no, I think uh, T made a lot of good points there. Solomon Thomas, too, man. That's a lot of injuries. Uh, for one game, yep. that's tough. That's tough. And uh, Nick Bosa is definitely one that's going to hurt the most. You know, that's an irreplaceable guy. That's one of the best players in the NFL. So that that definitely hurts. But I think the most important thing T mentioned was Jimmy G. Um, before the, the, the 49ers might, might have been done before the injuries. 
because Jimmy G is not going to play up to that contract. I, I think it's in my in my opinion, I've seen enough. And uh, you know, with the injuries or not, I don't know if the 49ers are that 12, 13 win team this season. Uh, I think you know, coming into the season, I had them penciled in as more of a nine, 10 win team. You add these injuries in, I think it goes down from there. Uh, and like and like I said, man, I don't I don't have any confidence in Jimmy G. Uh, you know, leading the team, not not necessarily. I like his leadership ability, but his ability to lead with his play is going to see it happening. Uh, I think at this point, man, we're looking at maybe a seven, eight win team. Uh, but that could bode well for him, man. You you can retool with him with a couple good draft picks, so uh, it might work out at the end of the day for him. Yeah, uh, how long how long is Jimmy G out again exactly? Well, they say he may play. They say he may play. If he's filling up to it, he may play. Um, so it's looking like a one or two week situation. But uh, hold up, I gotta stop you right there. Like I don't understand this. Did you have confidence in Dwayne Haskins versus the Cardinals? Are you asking me or Bryce? <laughs> I'm asking. I'm asking Bryce. Both of you guys. Did I have confidence in Dwayne Haskins versus the Cardinals? Nah, I wouldn't say I had confidence. I I did think we had a shot against the Cardinals, but uh, did I have confidence in Dwayne Haskins against them? Uh, not 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 much after what I saw in the first game. Okay, okay, all right. That's, that sounded a little fit. I'm just making sure. Just making sure. I I ain't want no racism out here. The shots was fired, <laughs> and they landed over there all right, all right. in DC. So let's let's get on let's get back on this 49ers real quick, man. So T, first of all, the 49ers are in luck, man, because y'all did experience a bunch of injuries. But your next two games, as I browse through the schedule here, are against the Giants and Eagles. So you know y'all y'all are in luck there because those are two dubs, probably, uh, regardless. Probably, and then, certainly. And then we can play our backups <laughs> against the Eagles. <laughs> and then you got the Dolphins after that. So, I mean, honestly, the next few weeks aren't looking that bad for San Francisco. And if they can weather through the storm and get some of these guys back, which it sounds like they will, things will probably be fine. So I'm a little hesitant to say the 49ers are done. Earlier when I first was thinking about this topic, I was like, hell yeah, they're done. But the That's more I look point. at it and the more I think about it, the way the schedule is looking, if they, can get to, if they can get some of their guys back week seven, week eight, when they play the Patriots and Seahawks and compete with some of these guys and win some of these games, then they'll be all right. I mean, my boy James has made a point. We have seen the 49ers backups do numbers. I mean, last week we saw Jordan Reed do numbers. We've seen Jared McKinnon have good games. He's going to be starting this week. Um, it, you, we can still win with our backups. I think the team is that good. I think seven to eight wins is a little disrespectful. Um, you know what I'm saying? That, that puts us in the territory of, like, the Washington Football Club and the likes. Like, we're not, we're not that bad. Stick a stick a fork in them, man. Stick, go ahead, stick a fork in them. <laughs> we'll see y'all next year. Hold on, hold on, we'll hold on, hold on, year, man. Man. Let me hope I see in this one right now, man. Listen, fellas, before Jimmy G and the 49ers, prior to Jimmy G being there, right, the 49ers were trash. And when he got into the field for the 49ers, they did pretty good, right? Yeah. The season beforehand, right? right. Remember when he lost out of Jimmy G, the season that they end up getting Nick Bosa during that draft? Right. During that season, Jimmy G was the man. He did, he was legit. And come back the next year, he basically, I'm not going to say he took him to the Super Bowl, but his his play did result in the 49ers and them going up to the Super Bowl because he played above average and he wasn't just your clock manager. So I really still do believe that the 49ers run as far as Jimmy G can take them, not just that defense, because that defense was legit. But now we're going to see 
if he is going to pay out his contract, which I do think he is, he has the weapons, he has the talent around him. It's just all about help at this point. So I do still believe the 49ers are going to be a 10-plus-1 team, let alone he's going to play the NFC East. So he is going to have a – the 49ers are going to win like at least four, three out of those four games, counting the Giants. I don't even think we should even play these, these people. This one, man, just throw the season. COVID, come, come and attack us, man. Y'all ready to take one. He's a smart man. I mean, think about it. In the last two weeks, he's had, what, 24 correct picks? Listen to the guy. Listen to the guy. 24 correct picks in two weeks. Why? why? That, ain't, that ain't all that great, man. Hey, I, oh, Singapore get him, man. man. I, I, love, I love what the 49ers are building, but uh, this season, man, it's just it's going to be a little too much to overcome, I believe. Uh, if Jimmy G is able, if Jimmy G is able to pull them up by his bootstraps, I will take all these words back, man. But I just I can't see it, bro. Real champions need adversity, man. Let's not forget, right? This guy it was supposed to be the the heir apparent to the to the Patriots before uh, Tom Brady got him sent over to San Francisco. Well, if he was that great, Belichick never got rid of him. That's a fact. Belichick didn't want to get rid of him. He didn't want to. He didn't want to. Remember now. Remember Tom Brady. Tom Brady had the pictures by the nuts, and he told him, "You're gonna trade him." <laughs> and he did that shit, and he oh, they traded him. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! All right, so let's keep it pushing, fellas. <laughs> Enough about the 49ers. It's the right team. The team is gonna be decent. You're gonna see thank, the NFC. You. you guys haven't even played the Washington Redskins yet, right? No, nah, we got. Uh, hold up, you gotta watch your mouth there a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Team. sorry all right, we don't want to get Washington canceled. Football team. Out. But no, yes, no, that's I'm another, sorry. that's another layer, that's friend. another layup on the schedule. You see, you got it. You'll be hey, there. Look, guys, Washington is not on the production sheet. Stop bringing us up. We're not on the production sheet this week. Let's keep this going. Come on, leave my that's team alone. Good. That's why you know it's a win. <laughs> Easy dub. All right. So this Monday night game, we get a double head. Uh, the biggest headline. We're gonna the best Monday night game we're gonna see in a while because we get Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. <laughs> On the Monday night game, we get the Chiefs versus the Ravens. Who do you guys have winning this Monday night game? T? I'm, look, man, if you know me, you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm never picking the Ravens. Um, I'm going Patrick Mahomes to light the Ravens up. Light them up. Uh, what is, what is, light them up. I, I, give me a score. Give me a score. Get, uh, yeah, give let's, a score. let's go 27 to – Thirteen. Oh, you know who the Ravens got on defense, right? You acting like this is just some like random collection of players or something. <laughs> I mean, it, go ahead, room. Let them yeah, know. Let, let them they know got, how you they, feel they about got it. Probably the best secondary in the league. I mean, but I don't care. It's Patrick Mahomes. I'm, I'm, I'm betting on my man Pat, baby. Your man Pat that 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 needed a 58 yard field goal to beat Justin Herbert in his first game. That man Pat, that same man. Yeah, look. He doesn't play – look, Mahomes doesn't play defense. I, I mean, if he was at safety, he probably had a couple of interceptions. But all he can do is lead his team to drives and, you know what I'm saying, what was it, Harrison Butler, Bucker, whatever his name is, he did his job. And Patrick Mahomes won as usual. I mean, I, I, all paths lead to the Chiefs winning. So, I don't know, man. <laughs> nah, I me personally, 27 points on the Ravens defense, that's lighting them up. That's not happening. It's what it is. 
And you think Lamar's only going to get 13 on that soft Chiefs defense after Herbert just put up 20? Come on now. Lamar I mean, is on I don't fire think Lamar right Jackson now, can throw the ball as good as Herbert. Uh, I, he's a better passer than last year, but let's not act he's, like he, he's com- He's completing 70% like of his passes. Dropping back, going through four or five reads. I mean, it's a lot of seven, eight-man fronts in the box. He's making passes. He's completing passes that an NFL quarterback should make, and I'm not going to give him more credit than that. We just we just ran it and raved about Russ. His yards per carry is is like point one less than Russ, or his yard yards per uh pass. Like Lamar is doing it, T. Lamar is doing it, bro. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know what you want to put on this game, but Lamar and the Ravens beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, wait for the power rankings to come out on the on the Gas app. It's coming soon. The Baltimore Ravens are the best team in football right now, man. Not the Kansas City look, Chiefs, look, can, and they got the best we, quarterback. We can, we can bet whatever you want on it, man. Let's 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 bet the <laughs> no, game. They talking, they talking greasy. When yeah, I hear that, whatever hey, you man, want, this, this is a big game, man. This is a big game, man. So 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 you telling me you're taking Lamar Jackson in this game? Absolutely, I'm taking Lamar Jackson in this game. If Lamar Jackson win, man, I do the next episode without my hat. Get the fans what they want. Hey, hey, man! Now we got we we got Whoa. real wages on the line. I love it. I'm loving it. Hey, we'll we'll do it. We'll do it. Y'all give me something to put on the line, man. I'm with it. I'm with it. Hey, we got the battle. Hey, hey, look, we got the battle of the hats. Loser, <laughs> throw it out the hat, man. Let's get it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh man, that's hilarious. Hey, but look. Hey, go yeah, ahead, Bryce. How you yeah, feel about this, this game? Prime time matchup, man. Uh, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. I think we've been talking about it, guys. These young quarterbacks that are kind of taking the league by storm. These are two of the top guys for sure. I'm going Lamar Jackson in this one, though. I think the I think I'm with you, Rome. The Ravens are rolling right now, and uh, it's it's a team sport. It's a team sport. 27-13, bro. Nobody's holding the Ravens at 13 right now. Now, if this was the playoffs, I might roll with KC. But regular season, early like this, Lamar Jackson is hard to game plan for. He's hard to stop. I I go with the Ravens. Let's say, let's go with uh 30. 3831. It's, it's gonna be a high scoring game. Oh wow. For me, fellas, I'm gonna have to go with T on this one. I got Patrick Mahomes Ooh, and the Chiefs winning this game. The last time the last two times these guys faced, I know for a fact that Patty Mahomes has Lamar Jackson number, not once but twice now. And I don't really see Lam- uh, Lamar Jackson going off. I, I I give I give the Ravens 40, 20, 24 points to score, and I give Patrick Mahomes to score thirty, thirty-two. Just give him the thirty-two on that one. So I really got the Chiefs winning this game, and at this point, we're gonna probably see this game later on in the playoffs again. But yeah, I got the Chiefs winning this Monday night game. So people, are you listening to me? Put your money on the Chiefs. Take the over and take the spread. I'll take the spread with the over. That's real. So tell me this: if, if Lamar Jackson is able to get past Patrick Mahomes, right? We 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 know that Patrick Mahomes is worth half a billion. Does that make Lamar Jackson worth three quarters of a billion? Like, come on now. Like, hey, that's a good question, man. Lamar got to get his chicken when it's all said and done. Hey, I'll I'll say this: if he don't win in the uh, in the playoffs, it's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter. They're gonna hold that against him. They're not gonna give it to him. Good point, because Pat Pat came home with the big trophy, man. So MVPs are nice, 
personal accolades are nice, but if, if you're not making it making it happen with the with the team victories, man, it does it doesn't really matter. And and the Ravens are used to that. The Ravens are used to bring home hardware. I mean, I think you guys are forgetting that the Chiefs now have the ability to just hand the ball off. They don't have to throw 40, 50 times a game. They could they got a little bowling ball back there running back, man. They can hand the ball off and keep Lamar Jackson off the field. And I think we're gonna see Ooh. a lot of that. So I don't know, gee, I don't know if I'm gonna take the over, but I, th- I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring than people are expecting. It's prime time. Going? Everybody, nobody wants to get beat deep on, on national TV. I think a lot of people going to play, you know, saying real honorable defense. They're not going to be gambling out there. It's, no, it's not going to be too Listen, many big plays out of the Ravens. We th- I thought about the same thing versus this, this last uh, Saints versus the Raiders game, and that game was over. I thought that was going to be an under game, and that. They went over. I called it on the Raiders because we all knew the Raiders opened in their stadium. There's no fans. And then just look at Drew Brees looking real old and looking real old at, during yeah. that game. Looking super old. Un, un, none of these receivers were catching anything. The only fucking receiver there was uh, Alvin Kamara. And he was both their running back and their best receiver that game. And yeah, I, I really see the over in this game coming up, this Monday night game coming up. I, like I said, I got Patrick Mahomes in them. You hear me, people? Take the over and take the spread. Win you some money, man. We got right, cool. Uh, so rushing yards. I, I'm curious. Over, over, under 80, 80 rushing yards for Lamar Jackson. Ooh. Over. Easy. Over. 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 Did we not see something similar to that with uh, during the Super Bowl run with the with the Chiefs or like, anybody was just running on him? Man, if Lamar Jackson went for eighty yards rushing on you, that means it comes with two touchdowns. It comes with two rushing touchdowns. If he went eighty yards on you, you failed as a defense. That means he was he was running the muck, man. <laughs> so none of you guys believe that Patrick, that Patrick Mahomes could keep up with that passing wise. I think the Chiefs have enough firepower. I mean, they got a tight end. I think they got enough firepower to, you know, just th- do whatever they want on anybody, honestly. Scruffs, they take the under. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. That's It's going to be a good one. It's gonna, we, we all got to buckle in. It's going to be primetime TV. It's probably, like I said, one of the best Monday night football matchups between quarterbacks we've seen in a while. Well, we'll see if uh, if everybody stays true to the picks they made right here on their on their NFL pick them, man. So I'll be excited <laughs> to see that. But let's uh, let, let's keep it let's keep it pushing through the NFL, man. Uh, let's let's head to the NBA, guys. So uh, some interesting news, man. Some interesting things to talk about in the NBA right now, outside of just the games. Now let's get into what LeBron James said about his MVP snub. Does he have a legitimate beef? Right now, I mean, if you guys haven't heard the comments, essentially LeBron said that he's not he's questioning the MVP voting process. Who gets the votes? Why they have the votes based off, you know, the simple fact that I think it was in 2012, I believe he said. Yeah, yeah, 2012, Marcus Saul won the defensive player of the year award that year. LeBron James had the opportunity to be the MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same season. Marcus Saul won the Defensive Player of the Year, but did not make first-team All-Defense. LeBron said that's pretty much like winning the MVP and not making first-team All-NBA. It just doesn't make any sense. Fellas, does LeBron have a legitimate beef about being snubbed for this year's MVP 
and in years past, or is he being a crybaby? T, I'm starting with you, bro. He's a crybaby, man. This is the same <laughs> guy, right? This is the same guy, right? Check this out. Check this out. This is the same guy, right? 2009, MVP, uh, over 60 wins regular season, bounced in the playoffs. 2010, MVP, over 60 wins again, bounced in the playoffs. I'm not sure how he has a case to be the MVP over, over Giannis. You didn't even have the best stats on your team. Anthony Davis has better stats than you. Now, if you want to take the approach of just, like, let's just watch the game, you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's see who's affecting the game the most. I think that's going to be really subjective because everyone's knowledge of basketball is, you know, vastly different. But if, if you do want to take that approach from the eyeball test, Giannis still had a better season. He was more imposing. He was more dominant. It's a regular season award. You know, LeBron did not do what Giannis did in the regular season. Now, if you want to take into consideration what you do with him in the playoffs, and let's say you want to wait to award people to the entire duration of the NBA season is over, that's something different. But then again, we have to change the voting process altogether. I do agree it's too many journalists voting. They need to mix it up, maybe half and half, half media, half players, uh, half media, half players and fans. I, I don't know how you want to do it, but we can't just have uh, journalists deciding this stuff. But he, he doesn't – this is not his – this is not his fight, right? He doesn't have a dog in this. Sore loser. In fact, <laughs> after he got bounced, that's the reason he went to Miami. <laughs> I mean, T, T, those years that he won MVP, what was his team? I believe the Celtics. I mean, the, the Cavs, right? Yeah, he's with the Cavs. He got bounced by the Celtics. And actually, he got bounced by the Celtics. Then he got bounced by Dwight Howard. So I don't want to hear it, man. <laughs> You laid yeah, up with Dwight Howard about, playing with him again right now. LeBron James and the Cavs. The Cavs, it was like Delonte West was his, I believe his, his teammate. That was 2009 on, he had, when, he, when he had that dud against the uh, against the Celtics, and they said it was due to, you know what I'm saying, the issues with D. West and all that. Excuses. LeBron's the king of excuses, man. That's the king. Man, that's, man, that's a real man. crown. It's a crown of excuses. LeBron James. Let's be serious. It's a crown of excuses. LeBron hater, man. Still living your I'm, Jordan ways, man. I'm a LeBron truther, man. I'm, pro, I'm part of the silent majority. Oh, man, yeah. Come on, my boy. <laughs> I think I, I personally feel LeBron got snubbed. He had a better year this season. And prior to the bubble, he whooped Giannis, Giannis ass during a that game. A better year what? A better year what? What did he do better? He managed. He didn't even manage. He played better than Giannis this year, I believe. But not by that much of a margin, but I think but slightly in those head-to-head games, I believe LeBron James was the difference maker. Because you can say anything you want about AD. AD had great stats over there when he was with the Pelicans. And he never amounted to nothing in the Pelicans. Until we don't, have, we, we don't have no stats for and difference makers. We don't have no stats. If we had a stat for difference makers, uh, women would run the world. We don't have no stats for difference uh, makers. All right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Hey, but one thing you can't take away is the value that LeBron brings to a team, man. And I think that's one thing we miss. The goalposts are constantly moved for LeBron James, man. It's just a fact. It's just a fact, man. He At moves the day, them. What's that? He moves the goalposts. Yo, listen, 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 though. Listen, though. Andy Davis, <laughs> great player. Great player. If, Ooh, LeBron James, if LeBron James was not on the Lakers right now, the Lakers – they would be a friend playoff team, AC. We know what Anthony Davis does when he's by himself for a whole season. He barely what makes the playoffs. What do you mean? Playoffs. When he's by himself for a whole season, he's an MVP candidate. He, no, he barely makes the playoffs, bro. Maybe six, six to eight seed. 
Has, now you have LeBron James in the equation. It's sir, it's guaranteed first seed. Now listen, Giannis is doing everything he's doing in the Eastern Conference. When LeBron James in the Eastern Conference, everybody said, oh, the East is weak. LeBron wins it again. The East is weak. LeBron wins it again. But when Giannis runs off 70 wins, close to 70 wins, it's cool. He's just the MVP. But for LeBron, those goalposts were moved back when he was in the East. So you got you got to balance it all out. If you think the West is better, like everyone's been saying for the last five years, then you got to give LeBron credit for finishing one in the West after dominating the East for so many years when everyone said he could never do it in the West. Doing the same thing in the West. What do you want the man to do? Uh, he's the only guy picking his entire roster. Man, he's picking coaches. Like, <laughs> why wouldn't the bar be held high, higher to a guy that's going from team oh, to team, man. bringing bro, he players get with him? This year, bro, these are the same they go to, man. That is a yeah, yeah. At, the end, at the end of the day, yeah. once the team is picked. You still got to play the games. I don't care if you pick the team, if I pick the team, if Rob Palenka picked it, if LeBron picked himself. Who cares? Once the team is picked, you still got to play eighty-two. All right. So, so when they play eighty-two, who had more wins? Okay, but what I'm saying is, hold on, hold on, when they play eighty-two, when they play eighty-two, people like more? you, hold listen, people like you were the same guys when LeBron was in the East that were discounting what he was doing in the East. So if Giannis <laughs> runs off those wins. In the East, playing more East Conference teams over the season, you got to give them that same criticism. It's the East. You don't, you think the East is weak, right? You've been We're thinking not, that. I'm not. I'm not saying that. LeBron, I'm not saying that Giannis didn't lay an egg in the playoffs. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, in those 82, like you said, he was more dominant than LeBron. I mean, the the stats show it. He was more efficient. I mean. I, LeBron didn't have the numbers. I, 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 what are we basing this criteria off? Just like I said, if, if you want to do numbers, it's Giannis. If you want to do the eyeball test, it's still Giannis. So I'm not sure. What numbers? What? Wait. Okay. He points averaged, per game, rebounds per game, four, he blocks per game. Points, he averaged four more points, five less assists, two right? more rebounds. So what? What? What are we talking? Like maybe? More, what, no, I'm sorry. Four. What? Five more rebounds. Eight less assists. Maybe. What? Eight. How many assists is Giannis averaging? Three, I don't know. It was it wasn't eight less. All right. Well, I know LeBron. I know LeBron's putting up ten. Who had more wins? Listen, I get who you had that. a higher efficiency rating. I, I don't know what like I don't know, man. Stuff like that. Those are those are made up stats, man. Oh <laughs> All my gotta look at points, rebounds, you know the stats. Fake news. I'm not gonna bring up a fake news. Alternative facts out here. Listen, if you take look, it's not a coincidence. Now, in the game that Giannis went out in the playoffs, is the only one the Bucs won in that last series. It's the game that Giannis wasn't there. You know why? Because that team is a lot better constructed than anybody will ever give him credit for. You know? No one ever gives him credit for being a, a well-constructed team outside of Giannis. Everyone says it's all Giannis, but it's Okay, not. so would you, would, you, would you trade Anthony Davis for Chris Middleton? No. Oh, hold on. Would you, would, you trade Anthony Davis for, would you trade Anthony Davis for Eric Bledsoe and Chris Middleton? No, I wouldn't would trade Anthony Davis for, for Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton, and Brooke Lopez. <laughs> We're not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that LeBron. I'm not saying that Anthony Davis isn't the best teammate out of both teams. You, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that. But a team is deeper than just having a guy that you've been with for a season. <laughs> you know, like a team is, is components. People that play a whole bunch of different roles to go into one. They got a, they've got a decent constructed team in Milwaukee. 
Who who took who who just who just hit the game winner? That was LeBron that just hit that game winner. Was Anthony Davis? I think Chris Middleton's uh, the one that hit the one in for the Bucks, though, right? I think so. So okay, I think Chris Middleton hit the Bucks game winner though. I mean, but I mean, I don't know I mean, how you wrote wrote me into this playoff conversation again. It's a regular season award. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron had the Giannis had the better regular season, man. I, I I don't I don't understand what's the debate, man. But was he most valuable, though? Obviously. Had to be. If, if you take Giannis off that Bucks team, they, they're the Wizards. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're – they're, uh, No, no, they're better than that, bro. Come on now. Come on, how? bro. You could have – What you mean? Would you trade Bradley Bill for Chris Middleton? Do we got to go through this again? <laughs> yeah. No, you would not. That's crazy. She will. They're both the same kind of players. LBJ still had to integrate. Look, man, when a, when a guy's argument has all them syllables, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> he got integrated. All right, man. All right, you got it. <laughs> oh, man, why? Well, I guess, I guess one thing we'll never convince T of is that LeBron James is a great is one of the greatest players. Is LeBron one of the greatest players of all time, T? Yes. Is he top yeah, is he top yeah. three? Is he top what? Is he top three? Top three what? All time. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> top three all time is uh that's that's a, that's another segment, man. That's a that's a debate. But he he's in the top five. All right. All nah, right, nah, all right, you know man. what? You know what? I, I honestly, he's one of my top three favorite players to watch. You know what I'm saying? He's not, he's not a top three guy to me, but he's he's one. Sounds like you one. gave my man a whole asterisk on this yeah. topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, hey man, top three asterisks, wrong. T started talking about it a little bit, man. I mean, Anthony Davis's buzzer beater. What did you guys think, man? G, when you when you when you saw the shot, did that make you feel like it's officially AD's team? LeBron has to hand hand the reins over to AD. What do you think, G? You know what I think it was right now. Remember how D Wade had to coach up LeBron James to be that better player, to give him that extra push, to have him insert some confidence in his play when it comes to like hard 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 moments like those. I think yeah. that's what we're watching with LeBron James and AD, where it's just like he's catching up the guard, but not there just yet. I, I don't think not this finals yet, but maybe next year's finals is where like we'll see that team become a whole AD team, where it's just like LeBron is playing his role as like his D way role. Where he's just like I'm there for you, whatever you need. I'm gonna be I'm your big bro. I'm gonna handle that business, but this is your team. But I think that's next year's role. But right now, that after he hit that buzzer beater, I was just like, damn. Like, look what LeBron James is doing to this to this star, this dude that was already MVP caliber kind of player. Now he's just tilt, pushing him to be a better player. Now that's what I'm seeing right now when it comes to AD. AD just he was he was already elite, but now he's superstar elite player with LeBron James. And that's with that three pointer when I when I saw that I was gonna go home and I catch the rest of this game at Nick's crib. Nick called him. Nick was like, "Yo, just stay, watch this, watch this game," and. That buzzer beat, I was like, God damn, that shit looked that shit looked the real sexy. He got real sexy on them. Took everything, took they sold. The Nuggets may win tonight's game, but it's not gonna be no Clipper. We're not here looking like the Clippers. 
we're not doing that. LeBron James is not going to let that happen. So I, after I seen that, I was like, all right, this is – I think tonight's game is just an iffy game for the Lakers. They're probably going to give it to the Nuggets. But when I seen that 3-0, I was just like, damn, he got real sexy on him. You, you, you bring up an interesting point I never really gave too much thought to, but it's it kind of could end up being a situation how uh, D. Wade kind of gave the heat to LeBron. Maybe we could see LeBron kind of right, yeah, passing that torch on next season. Uh, I, I like, I like, I like that that analogy right there, Ron. Man, what do you think about the shot? Man, I loved it, man. As a Laker fan, uh, if you notice too, when he ran off, he also uh, was like Kobe at the end. So I absolutely love all that. Um, but on this whole LeBron topic, man, T, what, what is all this hate for LeBron, man? Like, he's just a different type of superstar, bro. We're not used to this, this kind of play from this type of superstar. We're used to Jordan and Kobe being the guy to take that last shot. LeBron is fine with AD getting the shot. That's, it's just a different, it's the same level, but a different style. And I think that's the biggest disconnect that people have, man. And another thing I want to say about this LeBron topic, too, is, can we stop comparing Giannis and Kawhi and all these guys to LeBron? Like they're simply just not on that tier and they're, they're just not like we can, we can debate it and we can argue it, but we're really doing them a disservice. Like they're not LeBron, bro. They're not, they're not Kobe. They're not Jordan. They're not in that conversation. And LeBron's in that conversation with those guys. I just don't feel like Giannis is, is there. Maybe he can be, I'm not saying that he won't ever be, but, I know he got the MVP this year, but I don't. I don't think he really is is even in that conversation. Look, man, Giannis is a young guy. I'm not sure how Kawhi's not in that tier, um, and that's kind of been like you said, it's a different athlete, right? We we haven't seen the star player not want to be the star in the biggest moments. Like that's 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 kind of weird, you know what I'm saying? That's not how you're coached up. That's not how you're, you know what I'm saying? That's just not what we're used to seeing. So so you're right about that. I don't know about all this passing the torch. The only person passing the torch right now is Bronny, but that's a different story. Uh-huh. But <laughs> AD, AD, it was more, you know what I'm saying? It was more of what we've seen from LeBron. Yeah. I, I don't want to take the shot in a big moment. Like, would you have been comfortable with LeBron taking that shot? As a fan, as a LeBron fan, probably. Would you have been confident in him making it? No, no, he's not a big-time player. I don't know if it's passing the torch. The torch has already been passed. It's AD's team. LeBron's not how, a big how, time. It's how not. How is it AD's team? How am I? How am I passing the torch to a guy that's scoring more than me, that has more rebounds than me, that has more blocks than me? How am I passing the torch to that guy? I'm carrying water from that for that guy. Like, how am I passing the torch to him? All right. What he, happens if you take if you take LeBron off the Lakers? Is it, what what happens? I, how do I know the guy shows up every night? Like, he, he plays every game. <laughs> he stays healthy. I don't know what happens. But I mean, I know, appa- apparently they wouldn't get very much water. I mean, I, I know that team could still exist without LeBron. They, LeBron is a, a difference of 10 wins on that team at, at the most. So they're right here right now without LeBron? No, but they're not right here right now without AD. It's not like mm-hmm. – like I mean, debatable. it's not – it's not That's debatable. Yes, it is. It's not debatable. All right, well, it hey, is. well, where's, where's every Giannis? We see, every time we see LeBron, every time we see LeBron in the finals, we see him with a, a partner in crime. We no, see, we don't. We, we see, see Kyrie LeBron in the finals with nobody. When, when? he was a young boy <laughs> by himself. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. He had right, well, before when he went against Golden 
Then we didn't we see Kyrie win the game for him. Then we see Ray Allen win the game for him. Then we oh, see AD bro. win the game for him. This oh, is part bro. of the course. Stop. You guys are trying to make a moment out of this, right? You're talking game, about hitting, hitting, a, hitting one shot is not winning a game for me. That's not winning. That's no, not winning a game. That's literally me. what it is. That, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> literally what it is. If you had three points, <laughs> had three points in the game, I had forty, and you hit the last shot. You didn't win the game for me. Yeah, <laughs> you did. No, you didn't. Hitting the game winner is not winning the game for me. Like there's oh, a lot of game before that game winner can even be hit or even be attempted. <laughs> If, if if you brought all the groceries right and, and I cooked the meal, who was the chef? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 where we at right <laughs> now. That's, that's, a horrible analogy, that's a horrible analogy. That's a that's a that's a that's an analogy. But <laughs> now people don't eat. That's like this. That's like this, man. If do you, kickers win the game for you? Wait, 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 wait. If you if you do all the work at work, right? And then your boss hands in the the project, right? Did, did he did he did he seal it? Did he did he win the game? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. He stole it from me. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Hey, right. You you Come usually on, on point with this. You off on this. Do kickers oh. win games? Do kickers win games? No, bro. That's why the coaches at the end of the game they always say we can't rely on the kicker. Well, <laughs> a lot happened before that kick happened. Like, if you relied on your kicker, you already dead in the water. You already all dead right. in the water, bro. All right, all right. We 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 gonna bend the laws of physics for LeBron. Like, nothing, nah, nothing man, nah, man. There's a lot that goes into winning a game before a game winner can be hit. If a guy that has zero points or that has seven, eight points hits a game winner, he did not win the game, man. He was in the right place at the right time when his number was called. He did his job. That's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. It's a, it's a lot of those guys for LeBron somehow, but <laughs> all right. a couple of them. But he's put them in that position to shine. You right? Hall of Famers. <laughs> he's put a Hall of Famers in position. <laughs> hey man, one thing one thing we can do, one thing we all can respect is the fact that LeBron is a great player, man. I think we got some great players really starting to come of age in the East as well. One of those being Jason Tatum. Another one who has officially arrived is Jimmy Butler, man. So what are you guys uh, What are you guys thinking about this Heat Celtics series, how it's playing out? Rome, I'm going to start with you, bro. Who you got and uh, where you see where it's at right now, man? Man, I'm taking the Heat, man. Honestly, the Heat have been, have been quite a nice little surprise. Um, yeah. I didn't see them getting this far. I like what I'm seeing. They're up 2-1, I believe. I think they'll 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 ride this one out and uh they'll take it in six. T, what about you, bro? I mean, I I, I love what the Celtics have had all season. I'm still taking the Celtics. Um, this has been an exciting series to watch. If you're a basketball fan, like it's nothing better than watching two teams for the shot makers. I mean, guys that can just create separation, get the shot off, and knock it down. I mean, Drogic, Hero, Jalen Brown. I mean, even Marcus Smart has stepped up his game. Uh, but I'm I'm going I'm going with the Celtics here. And you said uh, Jimmy Butler has arrived. No, he had been arrived. He arrived in Philly, and they and they they shipped him. You know what I'm saying? We knew who Jimmy Jimmy G Buckets was. You know what I'm saying? He's always been a dog. So you know, it's, I'm not surprised that he pulled the Heat right past Giannis and the, and the guys. The Melo Ragu talk to the people. 
I, I called Miami as my underdog. I finished battle with Miami. I told you be fearful of Miami, and I think Miami's going to go to the NBA Finals for the East. And, yeah, man, it's all about Jimmy, man. Look at Jimmy attitude, man. Miami last year was like a a lottery ticket team. And I look at them this year. They're about to just play for the for the finals pretty soon if they get past Boston. And I don't think Boston has anything for Miami. I think last week, uh, what it was, the Saturday's game was just, just, just to see what they got in the tank. And then I think it's a gentleman's sweep from here on out. I don't see Miami going past game five. Mm. Wow. Wow. Well, hey, man. I think uh, we've seen a good enough sample size in Miami that I, I can I can definitely believe in them, man. I, I was skeptical about those young guys early, but uh, they've all risen to the occasion, man. Uh, Jimmy Butler just pulls everybody to his level. I think that's something you got to respect. I, I love those players with those type of attitudes that everybody around them, they got to rise to that level or you get left. And, uh, yeah, I, I got I to go with the Heat. But the Scruff Stradamus – has predicted Boston in seven. So that means the Heat are definitely going to win. <laughs> <laughs> the crystal ball. This is Crusher Domus, the new hey. Charles Barkley. <laughs> He's our Charles. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I ain't going to lie, man. Scruff, Scruff does have a, 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 a pretty good uh, success rate with, with the NBA picks for sure. Man, listen, as a Bulls fan, I've been to about Jimmy Butler. I was so sad the day he got traded to a to the, when he got traded to the Timberwolves, I was just I was crying. I'm not gonna lie, I was punching the air. <laughs> and, and then I got to see him go to the to the Sixers. I punched the air some more. Now he's in Miami, and I'm loving it. He's in South Beach. He's being the man. That's his team. Shit, man. That's always that's why I love Miami since the beginning, man. I'm just like, damn, man. Look at those boys, man. If only the Bulls kept their shit together, man. Fucking the Bulls. Man. Don't be like new well, people. Be better. Damn, fellas. We- We've had a pretty energetic show, man. I, I don't know about you boys, but I'm starting to get a little hungry, man. I, I don't know. Most <laughs> people eat this for a morning time, a morning time type food. But the way I see it, you can eat cereal about any time of the day. The real ones, we'll put we'll put a bowl at, 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 at nighttime, man. At midnight, I'll put up a bowl. So let's get into our next segment, man. Top five best cereals, man. Um. I'm gonna kick it to to Bryce on this one to start us off. What what are your top five favorite cereals, bro? Man, it, this is this is one that's near and dear to the to the to the heart, man. The cereals, because you know a lot of us came up on cereal when there was nothing else in the house to eat, man. You sometimes you had to eat one cereal and then eat another brand of cereal just to give yourself, you know, some some variance in your meal, man. You ever ate two cereals in one sitting? You ever mix three different cereals in one bowl? Maybe you haven't, man. Maybe you, maybe you never got that wild. <laughs> you might never got that wild. Yeah, who mom it. let you open three bags, bro? <laughs> let me go ahead and get who to Number five, man. This is a classic. This is a classic. This is one of those cereals. You know that cereal that you never had at your crib? Every time you went to a cousin's house or a grandma's house, they always had it. This is this was this one for me, man. Maybe that's why I liked it so much. Number five, I gotta go with the honey smacks. It's underrated cereal. I don't expect to hear it on anybody's list, but the honey smacks. One thing it's gonna do is gonna get you full. It's gonna get. It's gonna. You're not gonna be hungry after a bowl, a bowl of honey smacks, man. So number four, I gotta go with the classic, man. It's gonna. It's gonna have you bouncing off the wall. 
but it's delicious. And that cinnamon toast crunch, man. Too much sugar for me these days. But back in the day, that was my go-to. Number three, man, Captain Crunch with the Crunch Berries. Just prepare the roof of your mouth to get damaged because uh, it's, it's like it's like chewing rocks, man. I don't know, I don't know what's going on with the Crunch Berries. They gotta they gotta figure out how to how to how to dull the edges of the Crunch Berries. <laughs> Number two, this is a cereal I didn't find out about till I was in college, and I'm kind of blown it took this long. But the Rice Krispie Treat cereal. I know y'all know about the Rice Krispies, but they also have the Rice Krispie Treat cereal, which is a whole bunch of little Rice Krispie marshmallow treats in a bowl, man. It's delicious. Didn't know about it till college, but definitely, definitely still get it to this day. And number one, my all-time favorite cereal, man, is the French Toast Crunch. I can remember those commercials back in the day as a child, man. <laughs> always, always had to have the French Toast Crunch. You always see the cinnamon toast around. You don't always see the French toast, but when I catch it, I buy two boxes because I know I ain't going to see it again. That's my top five, man. Rome, Rome, I'm going to kick it back to you, bro. Man, that was a good list, bro. That was a good list, man, honestly. Uh, The French toast crunch, man, that's a classic. That's a classic. You used to eat that all the time in the crib. Hey, uh, before I get started, shout out to all the the off-brand cereals, all the fruit rings, all the uh, cinnamon toast, not so crunchy, and you know, the the lucky marshmallows, all those, those were always good back in the day. Uh, none of those made my list though. <laughs> so let me go ahead and get started on my top five. Now, keep in mind, this is my top five, not yours. Uh, number five, Raisin Bran. Number five, Raisin Bran. No. No, nobody likes Raisin Bran, right? Everybody looks at me crazy. I get this reaction every time I say Raisin Bran. I like raisins, bro. I like raisins. And it's healthy. It's healthy. It's, it's healthy, bro. Hey, when I'm 70 and I'm still running and jumping and kicking it for my Raisin Bran, you're going you gonna to wish you poured up a bowl. Anyway, the rest of my cereals are nowhere near as healthy, so I had to throw a healthy one in that jump. Uh, <laughs> number four, Apple Jacks. Now I love Apple Jacks, man. I love how the how the milk would turn green when I was young. All that that was, it was delicious. It was like a a better version of Cheerios for me. Number three is Lucky Charms. I'm not really a big marshmallow in the cereal guy, but Lucky Charms always hits. Uh, it, it's it's got got like the right mix, the right mix for me. I can't so, do uh, this, man. The marshmallows, man. Chewing one of them Lucky Charms marshmallows like biting styrofoam, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you gotta I, let it soak. You gotta let it soak like a cup before you for you get your mouth messed up. But uh, number two, man, and I'm surprised Bryce didn't say this, or maybe you did and I missed it. But it's 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 the OG. It's the classic of the classic, man. Frosted Flakes, man. They're more than good. They're great. Like you can't <laughs> you can't go wrong with a bowl of Frosted Flakes, bro. Like that's my. A lot of people say Cheerios. That's not enough flavor for me, man. I need a little bit of flavor in my cereal, and Frosted Flakes hits the spot every time. Uh, and my number one cereal, and keep in mind, again, this is my top five. Uh, my number one is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I know a lot of people like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but you don't like it the way that I like it. See, as a kid, I had a little bit of a cinnamon problem. We had like a little cinnamon jar thing in, a, in our, 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 eat the cinnamon. So anytime my mom had a box of cinnamon toast crunch in the crib, it lasted exactly one day. 
remember getting butt whoopings from eating too much crunch. So cinnamon toast crunch is my number one cereal. Or just keep in mind, you might love it, but not me. Hey man, you, you you glitched out a little bit. You were starting to describe how you was eating inhumanely. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> you said you was eating a spice. Yeah, the, the cinnamon man. I had a cinnamon yeah. addiction, man. I man was doing the cinnamon challenge before it was cool. Hey man, you, that's what uh, Columbus Big was looking fact. for, man. The spices, man. Yeah, funny. <laughs> Hold on, who is on? Who is on? I, I guess I just go, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say something real controversial. Here, all right, breakfast is the most overrated meal of the day. Man. It's trash. Like, it's it's trash. It's easy to cook. Everybody can make eggs. I mean, I know we're talking about cereal, but it's, it's the most overrated. Look, I thought you, it was the most real, important. You, if you just real, you you get up and you get to the money. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Yo, go to the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you real, you if you real, you don't eat breakfast. You heard nah, me. facts. Facts. You don't eat breakfast. You, real. you get to the you get to the paper. But I um, thought Jay Z said you're supposed to finish it. Man, look, man, I don't listen to all these Carters and Nolan's <laughs> Carters and all that. Man, I don't do all that. All right. But look, I'm not a I'm not I'm not a breakfast guy at all. And growing up, my, my go-to for breakfast was, was oatmeal. I'm a Quaker Oats guy, peaches and cream, all that, you know what I'm saying? But I did eat cereal. Everybody ate cereal, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to just run off my top five list. And a lot of it had to do with the milk, you know what I'm saying? Whether it changed the color, made the flavor a little bit better. But number five, I got the Cocoa Pebbles, you know what I'm saying? I just used to like the box with the Fred Flintstone on it. You know, it was all chocolate, make the milk like chocolate milk. So that was cool. Um, I don't, it's not a popular one. Uh, number four is Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks clutch, man. I don't even, they don't even taste like apples. You know what I'm saying? They just delicious though. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but Apple Jacks, good. Fruit Loops, another one. Change the milk. You, you can just drink the Fruit Loop milk. You know what I'm saying? You can pour the cereal out, just drink the milk and be, you know what I'm saying? Get out the door. So I like, I like Fruit Loops. Number four, I mean, number uh, two, I'm messing it all up. Reese's, the Reese's Puffs. Come on, that peanut butter. Now I'm messing with the Reese's. Nah, bro. I, and I oh, love the candy. Man. I love the candy, not the cereal, though. Milk. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, number one, man, and this is the number one of all time. Like, it's nothing better. Just Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It, it, it was on your list, bro. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, the, oh, the fans hate hating my picks and all that. I told you I'm not a breakfast guy. Look, this <laughs> this 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 how I this how you know, man. If, the people that love IHOP and Waffle House, I just know where to put them in life. You know what I'm saying? Typically, those type of people are skilled in self defense. You know what I'm saying? They live <laughs> they live live the life that has <laughs> led them to that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just not a breakfast guy. Yeah, so y'all wake up and y'all y'all eat it. But uh, yeah, my number one cinnamon toast crunch. It's clutch, man. The cinnamon sugar was also my number one smell. It's my number one cereal. So, you know what I'm saying? Cinnamon all day, bro. Okay. <laughs> you know they got a cinnamon challenge. Nah, Rome, Rome was doing that before it came out. <laughs> you heard him? <laughs> I would have done it again if I wasn't a grown-ass man, too, man. I would have done it again. I love me cinnamon. Wow. I think it's all you Ironically mean. enough, my son hates it. He's smart. 
right, fellas, for my five, my top five list of cereals, my first one is gonna be cornflake. As a kid, see, I didn't have the privilege to get the, you know, the Tony the Tiger cereal. So what I was cooking up frosting, bro. Cooking up. Hey, yo, I had the privilege of getting the frosting. <laughs> I, so I couldn't hey, get the frosted flakes, bro. So, you know what we had to do? I used to you grab sugar. Bro, I used to have to dump the sugar in that joint. You feel me? Had to make my get own. cornflakes. I feel you. I've been there. So, like, that's why I say cornflakes is my five, my fifth one. After, yeah, I after thought that, I was crazy you know, for Raisin Bran. Nostalgia. <laughs> nah, you still crazy kid. for that. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> And then my fourth is gonna be honey bunches of oaks. I love honey bunches of oaks. I could dog, I could dog like five bowls of that without a problem. One milk and oak. That's a lot of bowls, man. It's a lot of bowls. That's why I'm a big boy. You heard? And <laughs> <laughs> my and my third one is gonna be apple jacks. I love me some apple jacks. I'm surprised any of you guys call that one. And then my second one is gonna be. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, of course, it's a classic. Can never go wrong with that in the morning. And my last and favorite one, and I love this one for some odd reason, is Fruity Pebbles. Like, you could drown that in milk, and sometimes you don't even pour the right amount of cereal. So you could always go back and add some more on that bowl on top of that. So that's why I love Fruity Pebbles. I used to dog, it was so real, I used to get the off-name brand at Walmart, get the bag one. The bag would be like 20, like Two dollars, feel like a <laughs> bag this big and shit. I should run through that bag and I'm gonna wink. <laughs> man, growing up tough in the ghettos, man. <laughs> Them two pound bag of cereal. <laughs> Give me a two pound bag of cereal, dead ass, no cap. It'll be me, yo, at Walmart in line early in the morning, like, yeah, I'm trying to buy this. Let me get through. Eating that joint out of mixing bowl. Oh man. Hey fellas. I I like our top five list right there though, man. That's another great top five. Another great show, man. Looking like we about to wrap it up, man. Uh where can they find us? T let the people know where they can reach out, man, where they can connect with the team. I mean the Google Play Store, your Apple Store, you can get the gas. Get the gas app, man. If, if you haven't taken anything away from this, get the gas app, man. You don't got to listen to us talk if you don't like that. Just get the app. It's all there, all the information, all the fun, the podcast, everything. Just at your door in one place. It, it just just do it. It makes sense, man. Get the gas app. You can find us on uh, uh we got the podcast, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. We, we, it's gas, man. We, we, we wherever you want us, we're, we're there, man. We're there. Most definitely, man. That includes Twitter, IG, YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube if you want to watch live. Check us out on Twitter on Tuesdays if you want to watch live. Uh, keep an eye out for the for the gas power rankings coming out. We got mad articles that are going to drop for the NFL. We'll be all. We'll continue to be all over this NBA. You saw how heated the NBA talk got today. I'm sure it'll get even crazier once the finals start. So definitely stick with us, man. And we appreciate all the ones that have been riding with us from day one. Hey, and, and follow us all, man, on, on IG, Twitter. Follow us individually. If if you hate what we say, let us know, man. Let's start a conversation. Let's talk about it, man. Let's 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 get to it. Now, you all hey, just got to listen to me, us, man. Let me know if who you, you think is not going to have a hat. Oh, 
Jackson fans, man. Baltimore, where you at? I spent a lot of time in Baltimore, man. Lamar, they love Lamar out there. They love everybody, man. They tell you Monique's funny, so you can't trust him. You can't trust him. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, my upset pick of the week is the Lions, man. I got the Lions being the Cardinals this week, man. Ooh. I like it. Hey, man, it looks like we're wrapping it up, man. Another great episode. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And as always, fellas, sports for the culture. Sports, sports for, for the culture. culture.